How do you work with your service providers? Hey, special ed teacher. In today's episode, we'll be talking all about how to collaborate and work with your IEP team service providers. But before we get into it, if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure to grab my free IEP meeting checklist before the meeting. This quick and easy checklist will keep you aware of what steps you need to take so you don't miss a thing at that next IEP meeting. So go ahead and grab this free resource in the show notes. All right, let's get into the episode. Hey, special ed teachers. Welcome to Stepping Into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? Until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. Everyone on that IEP team plays a significant part in our students' educational plan. So it is imperative that we work together as a team who values one another to make a collaborative and great overall experience for our students. When I first became a special education teacher, I remember my students would be pulled out of the classroom whenever, with no collaboration with me and the service providers, They just asked if it was a good time and I would go ahead and agree. And when it came to the IEP meetings, myself and each service provider would come in with their own goals to present with what we individually felt the student needed. It took me years to realize the benefits of collaborating with service providers and the positive impact it would create. Everyone is an equal player that works together in what would work best for our student. The faster you create that positive relationship and collaboration with service providers, the faster the student will be able to reach their goals. So here we go. Special education service providers, how to collaborate and work together as an IEP team. I have seven different ways to do this. And the first way to collaborate is, number one, agree on a form of communication. Which form of communication would you like to use to get in contact with your providers? In my district, we use Microsoft Teams to send messages or school phone calls. Or if you'd like to keep it strictly email, you decide. I have service aides that do not have their own classrooms or they're in itinerant and travel to several different schools. So if you're comfortable and after getting to know the service providers well, I do give my cell phone numbers to them. That's just what I do, but do as you may. Using the school phone has always been the best bet for instant communication. Also, on another note, I got this tip from Mrs. D's Corner, Stephanie DeLucy. 
She shared that you can keep a sign-in and sign-out sheet either hanging or close to your classroom door whenever a service provider goes ahead and picks up your students or drops them off. They enter the service type, the time in and out, and then this depends on whether your provider picks them up or not. So the first way is to agree on a form of communication. Special education service providers, how to collaborate and work together as an IEP team. The second way to collaborate is, number two, decide on a model for their service. There are different models of how service providers need to provide their services to our students. Some are instructed to do pull-out service, and then others are directed to do push-in service. For pull-out service, it's exactly what it sounds like. The students get pulled into another classroom within the school to receive their service for however the amount of minutes your students receive. For push-in service, there are two different ways I have providers push in. For the first way, I've had providers push into my classroom and provide an entire lesson to the whole class. This makes sense if the majority of students have that same exact service and you can create a lesson block specifically for that service. I've had speech therapists do this. Another way service providers have pushed into my classroom is pulling their groups within my classroom. Service providers would go ahead and pull groups in the classroom towards the back of the class at another table. This works great to avoid any environmental change for our kiddos who don't do well with transitions. I've had science teachers come into my room because of this, and it has made a huge difference. The teacher would come into my class about 10 minutes before the lesson to set up, and then the lesson would begin as soon as the lesson block started. No travel time is wasted, no sudden behaviors occurring, and then sometimes no runners for you to chase. (laughs) You know what I mean? So this is another option. So the second way is to decide on a model for their service. Special education service providers, how to collaborate and work together as an IEP team. The third way to collaborate is compare schedules as needed. Our schedules are changing constantly, especially at the beginning of the school year when we're trying to fit everything in place. I often have to check my schedule with my speech and language pathologist all the time. When you can and when it's needed, schedule time to review each other's schedules. That goes with the other service providers as well. So a third way is to compare schedules as needed. Special education service providers, how to collaborate and work together as an IEP team. The fourth way to collaborate is... Number four, inform them of any upcoming assessments. Whenever an initial IEP or a triannual IEP is coming up, be sure to always give service providers a heads up. I know every school has its own system for how to inform the IEP team, but in some situations, sometimes it is the school psychologist who issues the assessment plan for testing. Go ahead and find out how the psych will inform the team when an assessment plan has been signed by the parent. I've had school psychs make copies of the APs or assessment plans for all of the service providers and then place them into each mailbox. Others have emailed the entire team when the student is ready for testing. 
Another thing to think about is to try not to assess your student when a service provider is on campus. For instance, many of our providers service two or more schools. Whatever days you know the school psych or OT or speech will be on campus, refrain from assessing your students on those days so they can get their testing in. All of us on that IEP team should have that full 60 days to assess. But of course, check in with your service providers if they'll be testing, and then it's just common courtesy. So the fourth way is to inform them of any upcoming assessments. Special education service providers, how to collaborate and work together as an IEP team. The fifth way to collaborate is number five, to include them in all IEP team decisions. Whenever there are service times in question to maybe increase it or decrease or even behavior issues, even with academics, I always include all IEP team members and get their input. The majority of the time with what we're struggling with as teachers and behavior, my speech teacher will volunteer to provide social stories for the students and give them to the rest of the team so we're all on the same page. Service providers may have a different perspective on how a student may be behaving. For instance, our occupational therapist may look at a behavior as a sensory need not being met so they can provide suggestions to the team. I love involving everyone because we all have different outlooks. So the fourth way is to include them in all IEP team decisions. Special education service providers, how to collaborate and work together as an IEP team. The sixth way to collaborate is, number six, include them in drafting IEP goals. I think this is one of the best ways to collaborate with service providers to help benefit the student's educational plan. As the case manager or SPED teacher, we work with the child most of the time, and we know overall with what areas the students are struggling with. So it helps to create and draft your IEP goals first. Then the providers can go ahead and piggyback and create goals along with the student's needs. For example, in the realm of the mild to moderate setting, which is the experience that I have, with a writing goal, the student is to complete an opinion sentence independently. The OT or occupational therapist can be included in that goal and add on with appropriate spacing and letter formation or they can have their own goal working on just that. The speech teacher can also piggyback on that goal, maybe using it as their language goal. An example could be, you know, the student will verbalize an opinion in correct grammatical formation after a story has been read. Something like that. I'm not a speech teacher, so I'm not sure if that's right but sharing drafted goals or speaking before creating them would have the student all working toward the same thing that they're struggling in. And having every service support what the students need most is a win-win for them. So the sixth way is to include them in drafting IEP goals. Special education service providers, how to collaborate and work together as an IEP team. The seventh and last way to collaborate is number seven, respect their expertise. 
respect that they are the experts in their field. As how I explained it earlier, the way a service provider observes the student may be completely opposite from what we're thinking. They see things differently and may be able to solve an issue with a solution that is way easier than what we were thinking. We do not want to overstep their opinion on a subject that they spent many years in their field studying. Everyone on that IEP team deserves an opinion to share. And at the end of the day, the focus is on how to help the student best. So stay focused. So with the seventh way is to respect their expertise. I hope this helps you create better relationships with your service providers and to ensure everyone is included on that IEP team. So to recap, special education service providers, how to collaborate and work together as an IEP team for number one is agree on a form of communication. Number two, decide on a model for their service. Number three, compare schedules as needed. Number four, inform them of any upcoming assessments. Number five, include them in all IEP team decisions. Number six, include them in drafting IEP goals. And then last but not least, number seven, respect their expertise. I would love if you can go ahead and share how you best collaborate with your service providers. Let me know in our free private Facebook group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. Also, if you haven't downloaded it yet, be sure to grab my free IEP meeting checklist before the meeting. This quick and easy checklist will keep you aware of what steps you need to do before that next IEP meeting so you don't miss a thing. Go ahead and grab this free resource in the show notes. All right, my friend, I'll catch you on another episode of Stepping Into Special Education. Take care and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend. Take care.